Joining us on the phone right now is Tom Stephen, who is the author of a book called Best Seat in the House. And it is the story of his life in the Jeff Healy Band. And it gets you right from the get-go, Tom. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's really nice of you to say. I'm glad you like it. You know, I find for me, it takes me a while to get into some of them, but you're, you rolled off your cot in your tour bus to Jeff Healy driving the bus. That, that gets your attention. <laughs> Definitely does. You know you're going to be in for a ride in this book right from the first paragraph, right? <laughs> well, it, it got my attention, that's for sure, the day it happened. So. <laughs> I'm sure you woke up fast. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, <laughs> never a dull moment. You've had quite the life. Well, I mean, you know, I was lucky to meet Jeff. Um, it, it was a really great ride. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, I guess I guess what, what's important to me is that, that we don't forget Jeff and we don't forget the band. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the mission. And, and the story of how you guys evolved and the, the adventures and the struggles and the joys, it's all in this book. I really appreciate that. And, and you know, it was... It, so there's a time in you know in our life obviously, but also in Canadian music business, and uh, you know we're we're very lucky to to be that blues band, if you will, blues based rock band that that broke through uh, across Canada and, and around the world. So it was a lot of fun while we did it, but we never forgot we were Canadians, and that was important to us. And you do cover in here about your uh, you know like for example when you went to Hollywood to do uh, Roadhouse and how how crazy that all was. <laughs> It's a little hazy, but it was definitely crazy. You know, it was uh, it was it, it was good and bad, like anything in life. But yeah. I mean, it was a blast for the first few months, no question. We just had a great time. But what was really fun was seeing all these celebrities and you know people that I'd grown up listening to, and you know, if I was in a room, I wouldn't even know what to say. And they were just as in awe of Jeff, and it was pretty interesting to watch to see that all happen. Who um, who have you met that you would say really had you? In, in awe the most? I, I don't want to sound corny, but, but Jeff has always been really my guitar hero. Yeah. And once I met him, from the second I met him. But, I mean, thereafter, obviously, getting to hang out with Stevie Ray Vaughan was, I mean, he was just such a great player and great guy. B.B. Um, King was a wonderful guy. Um, Ringo Starr, I mean, you know, getting to hang out and play with the Stones. Obviously, I mean, that's what I grew up on. So that opportunity to meet all your heroes later in life was pretty incredible. No kidding. And, you know, as a rule, everyone was pretty cool because, again, um, you know, with a guy like Jeff Healy, they were just uh, as in awe and interested in meeting Jeff, and uh, that's what made it a lot of fun. And uh, you, you quickly realized that the common denominator is famous music. Yeah. And that's what that's what was great about it. And what you cover in the book, too, is, is exactly what you just said, how much they respected him and how in awe of that you were as well. Like, you walk into any room and start playing and you know, everybody would just, you know, their jaws would drop and it didn't matter who they were and Jeff didn't care who they were. Couldn't care less. Jeff no. was that guy that it was all about the music. And the only way you impressed Jeff was if, you know, if he played great. And that's what that's what he was into. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a snobbish way. It's just that Jeff was about the music. And, and But he loved, like, uh, he loved all the old blues guys. Um, and, you know, when we would be traveling the world and jamming after didn't matter how long our shows were. After a show, we'd always go find a little club, no matter if it was Japan or wherever, and uh, sit in and jam because that was really a lot of the fun. Was hanging with the local musicians and jamming. I mean, that was you know the first ten years. I think we spent 
as much sun jamming as we did doing our own shows, <laughs> <laughs> among other things. Well, yeah, you read about that as well. You guys, <laughs> I've interviewed a lot of people, and it's funny when they talk about the the life of the rock star, and you um, you spell it out pretty clearly in the book how it was quite the wild ride. I'm sure there was not a lot of sleep in those days. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, when we were in Germany, uh, one the, we had a German and English crew, and, and back then they didn't get along so well, you know, something about wars or whatever. And, <laughs> um, I remember... Uh, I remember... Uh, English guy showed up and he had a Superman on the front of his shirt and said, "Well, sleep when we're dead." And uh, yep. that was kind of the thing. He didn't get a lot of sleep, and uh, that's kind of my fallback position. If I have any of these stories wrong, uh, that would be due to lack of sleep in other situations. <laughs> <laughs> it was a party time, and it was a lot more innocent time uh, yeah. in the sense that uh, you know everyone was just having a good time and playing music, and there wasn't a lot of politics or whatnot at least not at the beginning yeah it sounded like when you guys were doing roadhouse and around that time there was you know you really had some challenges obviously doing a movie without a contract and yelling at patrick swayze <laughs> yeah that, that one i'll never live down it was pretty <laughs> stupid and thank god uh he had a car that we thought at the time was built in new brunswick and i worked on the line but from there we were able to make peace and uh, him and jeff became great pals yeah and uh, as a consequence of that I mean, initially, we were just supposed to be the in-house band and do the soundtrack. But as they got to know Jeff, uh, it became pretty evident that Jeff was a quick steady. And, uh, you know, as they say, the rest is history. He's a prominent part throughout the movie, which was fantastic. And that must have been a cool experience for you to be a part of as well. You know, it it was for the first week or two. Yeah. And then what we learned very quickly, it's damn boring making movies. I mean, (laughs) you know... Yeah. To the point to the point that uh, at lunchtime, as time progressed, we did two things. We uh, we smuggled real beer into the fake beer canisters, <laughs> and we got our gear to work. So every day at lunchtime, we'd have an impromptu jam session nice. on the set. And what really was amazing was how many people who were in the movie who were musicians on the side. Oh. Yeah, it was really cool. So, I mean, there's a guy that played with Alex that we jammed with at lunchtime. It was pretty Pretty interesting stuff. So no no complaints there. It was a lot of fun. And again, um, you know, those are the folks that really taught us early in our so-called, um, um, I guess, record career. Yeah. Uh, you, you learn pretty quickly that it's a pretty tough game. And, uh, but most people were pretty cool. And some good advice from those people, obviously, because they've been in well, and around that world. A- absolutely. I mean, I remember being with Swayze one day, and we were in a bar, and he said, watch this, and he put a cigarette out in an ashtray, and two girls literally were fighting over the butt for the cigarette. And that's when I realized, wow, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's crazy out there. What am I in for? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I was never a fact of Swayze, but, but <laughs> Jeff came close, and it was a wild ride. Oh, my goodness. This is a book that if you want to hear about the wild ride, you have to go get it. it- November 6th. Okay. Uh, Indigo and Amazon. Tom, thank you so much. Really enjoyed the book. It is such a great read. You have you know, you have done such a service to Jeff by telling this story and the adventures and the stuff that we as fans don't get to hear. We get, we get to hear it through you now. So thank you for that. If I may just close with this. Yeah. I read it to Tom Cochran several months back, and he was playing a private show. And um, unbeknownst to him, I, I was in the house, and I didn't even know he was playing it. It was a surprise gig. And he started talking about Jeff about the fourth song into his set. And after we were hanging out, and, you know, he said, why the... Blip, blip, um, he's in Jeff Healy in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So when you say that to me, that, that feels so great because 
that's the mission here. We, we don't want to lose depth of history. No, absolutely not. And thanks so absolutely much. I really appreciate it.